This is Web3 Sucks, if you don't understand it. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Sebastian Russ, and this show is dedicated to helping you better understand the who, the what, the why, and the where of this brand new frontier we call Web3. Curious about NFTs, the metaverse, crypto, what it all means, how you get involved? Well, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. What's happening, party people? Welcome to this episode of Web3 Sucks. This may be like the second or third episode of Web3 Sucks. Formerly NFT Sucks, but there's so much more involved with the world of Web3 than just NFTs, especially right now in the middle of 2022. So I thought, hey, let's do a quick rebrand before things get too crazy. So welcome to the uh, welcome to the existing show, the new show. If you're first time joining us, thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us and better understand what's going on with this whole crazy world of Web3. Uh, my guest today uh, is a gentleman by the name of Anthony Varel is the uh, brains behind uh, a project called Only Gems. And, uh, well, I'm going to let him tell, talk all about that. So please help me welcome to the show. Anthony, what's happening, buddy? Definitely. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. It's great. Uh, it's great to be here. It's great to be here. Uh, it's great to have you here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we've got we've got a pretty special project. And I mean, a lot cooking with Only Gems. Um, I mean, I got into Web3 probably about a year and a half ago. Um, started really exploring crypto back in 2016. Um, so, I mean, I've seen some bear markets, seen some crypto winters, seen a lot of upside momentum, and then also seen a lot of these, a lot of these product life cycles really take shape, whether it's ICOs, whether it's what we just saw with that mania with NFTs, and really just, I've been a crypto enthusiast, like I said, since, since 2016. My background's in venture. Um, I've been an investor and operator on both sides of the table, uh, most notably in the cannabis space. Um, in 2015, everybody said I was crazy. Um, starting to invest in cannabis as it was illegal, wound up being a very, very good decision. Um, because of that, I started to get into crypto, and then everyone said I was crazy as well. Um, so kind of theme that I followed with my, uh, I guess, my investing career. I mean, I've been a lifelong gamer, kind of like techie, really been really interested in, in that side of the coin. And I mean, Web3 just made a lot of sense. Um, got lucky. First NFT I purchased about a year ago was a board Ape. Um, didn't mint it. I got it on the secondary market, uh, paid about seven Ethereum, um, and then kind of just used that to build a portfolio of, uh, blue chips, um, bought apes, mutants, clone X, pixel vaults, um, all the really projects that I saw would get commercial appeal. And as much as I hate to use the word mainstream, um, would really tap in, tap into the mainstream and start to build culture. Um, as I figured that would align with consumers and really the value and the utility uh, behind Web3 would ultimately resonate. But I mean, I definitely do agree with you. Like Web3 does suck um, if you don't understand it. Um, I mean, crypto is, it, it, it's not hard, but it's just not easy. There, there, there's friction, there's a rub, um, there's a learning curve. But I mean, once you do understand that learning curve and get through it, it's a beautiful thing, um, which is why we've decided to build the project um, that I mentioned, Only Gems, which we started about nine months ago. Um, so with Only Gems, we're tokenizing physical collectibles, uh, most notably trading cards, basketball, baseball, hockey, uh, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Magic the Gathering, um, and bringing them on chain. We authenticate them, we vault them at our secure storage facility in Tampa, and then we mint them um, onto the Polygon network and then airdrop them into users' wallets. Once those NFTs are on chain, it's a frictionless peer-to-peer exchange of value 
that is created. There's lower fees. You don't have to ship your cards anymore. And now you're, we're bringing this analog asset class into the digital realm. Um, it's kind of what you saw StockX do um, with sneakers. I mean, we're looking to rip the card vertical out of eBay and really leverage on-chain uh, on-chain utility as well as NFTs and the underpinning smart contract to really make it a more streamlined and optimized uh, process for the consumer. Super dope technology. I don't understand anything about that. I know what trading cards are and I know what uh, blockchains are for the most part, but I don't know the in-depths of it. I've always wanted to know. I mean, I have a closet full of baseball cards. For all I know, I could have a million dollars in my closet. For all I know, I wouldn't know where to start other than going to eBay and one by one looking about how much each card was. Uh, I, I, that's really the extent of it. I know. I think if you're not really in the world of trading, that's, that, that's the norm to really not understand. So my, the reason I mentioned that is, you know, so does this technology only pertain to seasoned uh, collectors or is this something that someone can actually get into and take on as a hobby? No, it's uh, well, okay. So great, great question because it's kind of a, a, a paradigm that we're looking to shift um, right now, getting into getting into cards and wanting to collect cards is a very intimidating process. You need to go to eBay. You need to understand how to do price discovery. You need to basically form your opinions and uh, aggregate data on your own to make informed pricing decisions um, on these assets. With bringing them on chain and with deploying our marketplace, you're going to be able to see the cards in real time, see the price action in real time, see data and analytics around the price actions in real time, what's being bought, what's being sold, where the trends are at. And you're not going to have to go on eBay and look through just the quagmire of data and listings that they have. If you want to come on and buy a Justin Herbert card, you want to spend X amount of dollars, come in our marketplace, filter it, you can then buy the asset. The beautiful thing here too is it's a crypto-native, non-correlated crypto asset. So while you are purchasing these in wrapped ETH, ETH, USDC, crypto-native tokens, the actual underlying asset is pegged to US dollars. So you're not really going to get rugged. They can't really go to zero. And if you really want to park Ethereum somewhere as a hedge in a portfolio, asset-backed NFTs are probably your best bet um, if you want to construct it to, to be able to weather the storm in conditions uh, that we're looking at right now. But I mean, one thing that we're doing is we're bringing Web2 consumers into the Web3 ecosystem. Um, via bringing them on chain, and we're converting NFT collectors into card collectors. Because once they see the value proposition, and especially a lot of NFT collectors that I know have an affinity for sports and are collectors, it just makes sense to add these into their collection, especially when you're talking about parking uh, parking crypto and certain assets and really constructing a portfolio of uh, of collectibles. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 extremely interested in this space. I'm a diehard sports fan. I wouldn't consider myself a collector per se. I started, you know, failing at collecting NFTs last year. That was a new failed hobby of mine. Uh, bought one project that actually did uh, that, that that has been sustainable and is uh, it has a great community behind it. So hey, listen, you take the good with the bad. I I, oh, yeah. I passed on V Friends one. That was stupid. I've known Gary for twelve years. I just didn't know enough. I'm like, what is ETH? How the hell do I buy it? I can't check out with my debit card. Fuck this. I'm out. You know what I mean? 
So if, yeah. if it, oh, yeah. <laughs> that would, again, should have, could have, would a little bit of regret there, but you know, we're, we're moving forward here. And then I just started to dive in here. And then I started this show at the end of last year to really just learn what was going on, but it was like fail project after fail project. And now, you know, we're in the midst of the NFT, you know, crypto bloodbath. So now I look back and go, wow, great, you know, great portfolio there, Sebastian. But at the same time, you know, I still consider it first movers advantage. I got in there, got my nose broken, got my teeth cut while the rest of the world has no idea what's even going on uh, with all this. So I'm, I'm grossly um, um, uh, interested in, in figuring out, um, you know, the, especially the world of trading, because um, like I said, I got a closet full of baseball cards. I don't know a damn thing to do with them. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's definitely everyone's a collector at heart. I mean, at one point you've collected cards, you've collected stamps, you've collected coins, you've collected NFTs. Um, people like to collect. Um, we want to make that easier for them. Um, we also want to make it take a diversified approach and, and add a different asset class um, on chain. Um, people enjoy cards. I mean, I don't like using the words really invest as when I think we're looking at NFTs. You're looking at cards. I mean, you truly are speculating, um, unless you're buying like a multi-million dollar Michael Jordan or like a multi-million dollar Mickey Mantle that's historically actually beaten the S and P. Um, that is an investment. But if you want to come and speculate, invest in a, or speculate on a player uh, by way of purchasing their cards, I mean, coming on chain and being able to do that, and then also being able to sell them in real time versus having to go list them, incur a ten percent fee, go to UPS and ship it. It's a very arduous and friction, uh, friction-laden process. Um, bringing those on-chain and allowing just true discoverability via our marketplace, OpenSea, and LooksRare, uh, we truly believe that we're opening up the, uh, the, the, the card-collecting world to an entirely new consumer. Amazing. I love it. So if someone wants to get started, like this sounds fantastic. How do I get in? I mean, I've collected a little bit here, but I want to get started with all this, and I don't know a lot about Web3. Yeah, so that, so there's ways, and I know you mentioned uh, with vFriends, uh, screw it, I can't pay with a debit card, I'm out. Um, we're actually implementing uh, third-party payment integrations where you can come on our site and purchase um, NFTs with a credit card. Um, so within our ecosystem, if you wanted to come in and let's just say kind of toe in, we've developed a, pa- a product called a mystery pack. Um, those mystery packs are a pack of three asset-backed NFTs that, that the cards are in our vault. Um, you can buy basketball, baseball, football, hockey, or TCG, which includes the Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Magic um, that I had mentioned. You buy that pack, you unpack it, and then those three asset-backed NFTs are going to go into your wallet. I mean, you can choose to collect those cards, you can choose to buy it, or you can choose to list those cards um, and sell them. But I mean, it's a great entry point into the Only Gems ecosystem. Those packs run about two hundred dollars USD. There are cards in there that are worth five, six, seven, ten thousand dollars um, that you can hit, and the lists of cards that are in those packs are audited um, and available online, so you can actually see what's in there. We're not putting packs out there and saying, "Oh, good luck, um, see what you rip." You're ripping quality stuff, and when we go into with our buying team and curate cards, uh, if you're a collector, you know that uh, ripping packs and ripping wax. Um, which are boxes of cards, you get a lot of base stuff and a lot of garbage. We're out there buying and curating cards on our platform because we, A, want the consumer to recognize an immense amount of value, at least break even or hit a large hit um, in there. And we also want the cards to be liquid. So we're going out there and we're buying 
players that we think are going to be liquid. We're buying players that we think people are going to speculate on. And then also higher value cards that we think are going to appreciate in value. So we're not only bringing those packs on chain and opening the collector up to that ecosystem, but we're really curating the experience um, from a product perspective. So ultimately, the user is going to get as much value and utility out of that on-chain card as possible and hopefully make some profit in the process. Incredible. And I see there's not a ton left here. I'm on the site right now for basketball, football, you know, 220 out of 231. So there's like, what, 11 packs left. So it looks yeah. like it looks like they've been selling pretty great. Yeah, it's been there's been there's been sell through. I mean, there's a learning curve right now with people trading and buying the cards. Um, I mean, we're on Polygon, so it's a little bit of a a little bit of an exercise when they have to go bridge over ETH to ETH um, and then load up Matic for gas. But I mean, once you have that and you can you can log into the Polygon network. Um, on MetaMask, you're, you're you're pretty much off to the races. So uh, yeah, I looked at it here. I connected my MetaMask wallet on here. So how does that all work? Walk me through that real quick. It says yeah, yeah two hundred USDC, um, but it, it connected my to my MetaMask wallet. How how does that all? Yeah. So it's going to so when you connect on there, it's going to it says it's priced in USDC. It's going to execute the transaction in WEATH um, on the Polygon network. So you would go if you're on a mystery pack, you would go to Mint. Um, you'd mint the pack, execute the transaction um, on the uh, on the Polygon network via the prompts on MetaMask, and then once the pack is minted, that's where kind of the fun begins. You can choose to unpack your pack, or you can choose to keep it closed. If you choose to keep it closed, think about the game Deal or No Deal. If the high hit items don't get hit, it kind of implies a little bit of game theory and the intrinsic value of your case or of your pack should be worth more. So we wanted to do that to kind of add a little bit of gamification. And really, if a user decides to keep their pack closed and play the game, someone's probably going to come and buy it for a multiple on what you paid for it. Um, so we we kind of installed that as well. But yeah, it's as simple as minting, and then it, it goes into your collection, and then you can unpack it at any time uh, you see fit. Amazing. So and the cards, and ju- just, so, just to mention, the cards in the packs are not pre-filled we have a deployer wallet. So there's a chain link VRF that actually triggers and pulls three cards from the stock at random. Um, so everything in those packs is truly random. And at the moment of unpacking, it takes place. Amazing. So, and how many, there's three cards per to, to every pack, three, three cards per pack. That is correct. Okay, cool. Well, welcome to my new addiction. It's yeah. <laughs> go admit myself some cards. On. So is it comparable to, I, I bought some cards on uh, who, who's doing it. Uh, Somebody else is doing. It. I bought a bunch of basketball cards. Uh, one of the one of the existing. I forget who it is. Was it uh, Was it Alt? No, it was like Tops or something. Okay. Tops. Oh yeah, Tops. T- Tops have NFTs Top Shot. Out there, Top, but Top they're not, Shot. But they're not, oh, Top Shot. Yes. Yes. Okay. So so Top Shot. Top Shot have they? Top Shot's got a problem right now. They they came out very very hot out of the gate. I had a ton of friends that were buying Top Shots and being like, "Dude, I'm investing like." pennies and i'm building six-figure portfolios as per what they're telling me the trick at the the, the 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 trick at that point in time was you couldn't actually sell any of your top shots once the selling mechanism came into play you saw prices decrease and then top shot decided okay there's a voracious appetite here for top shot we're going to flood the market with packs a lot of those packs were base garbage and like base moments so i mean the sentiment in the top shot community is I'd say low right now, um, comparably speaking. And when you look at those moments, you don't truly own the IP. Like you don't even own any of the anything that's inherent in that NFT. You just have it in your Dapper wallet. 
um, for the meantime. Now, that being said, I think Top Shot is probably one of the best things to happen to NFTs. It's shown that there is an appetite for sports-based NFTs. It's shown that there is a massive interest in collecting uh, sports-based NFTs and also building ecosystems around there. Um, and Dapper's rolling out a suite of services right now um, with the Top Shot platform uh, with burning and collecting the set and other gamified experiences um, that we're definitely big fans of. Yeah, I bought a boatload of those cards. They were all garbage. Or at least I thought they were when I initially bought them. So I was like, okay, well, there goes 40 yeah. bucks. Uh, what what yeah. are you going to do there? But I had no idea what really what I was doing. Again, more trial and error than anything. Yeah. And then I guess one thing that I didn't mention with the asset back nature of our NFTs, if you ever want the physical card from the vault, you send in the NFT to us, we burn it. And then your card is out of the vault in 48 hours on its way to you in its physical form. Um, so everything that is on chain doesn't live on chain forever. Um, you can retrieve that physical asset, but you're then also going to lose the utility and the value prop of having it um, on chain to get the actual physical card. Amazing. Well, I love this technology. I can't wait to dig in here. I mean, uh, fear of loss is really setting in over here with 10 packs left. I mean, obviously, but again, I, you know, it only takes one, right? It only takes one, you know, one, uh, uh, one winner to, to really, you know, start the, uh, you know, the, the really get the interest going on, on, on what's going on with, uh, yeah. actually being a collector. This is the new frontier of collecting. That is for sure. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're excited to be pioneers, um, in the space, really bringing this technology to the forefront. And really just getting loud on on the, the value of asset-backed NFTs and tokenizing physical uh, physical items and bringing them on chain. Yeah, amazing. I absolutely love it. If you're listening to this right now and you're like, hey, I'm a collector or I want to be a collector, I'd love to get more information on how all this works. Onlygems.io, onlygems.io, just like it sounds, that link will be available as well as the links to follow him on all socials as well as Anthony uh, in the description of this podcast episode. If you're listening to the replay of this Twitter space, well, you're going to need to go check out the podcast at web3sucks.co. Well, Anthony, I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. This is great, man. My mind continues to be blown with the new technology and stuff that's being built uh, in this space. And again, this is only the beginning, so I'm fired up to see where you guys are going to take this thing. And it's been great to uh, to have a conversation with you. Uh, any final thoughts for our listeners? Absolutely. Uh, thank you very much for uh, for having me. It's definitely been a, uh, been a great conversation. I mean, like uh, like you said, anybody that's, that needs any information or any interest, please reach out. Um, they can reach out to me directly on my Twitter, reach out to the Only Gems Twitter, or come on to onlygems.io. Uh, um, but thanks a lot for having us. Have a great rest of your week and I will uh, talk to you soon. Yeah, you do the same thing. Thanks again, Anthony. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Web3 Sucks. If you don't understand it, if you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you haven't done so already, please leave us a review. We certainly appreciate it. And if you want more updates and details around the show, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at web3sucks.co. Until next time, friends.